I'm Jordan. And I'm Donnie. And this is a podcast about the stuff in our New York City apartment. How we find it. Where we put it. And why we're into it. Welcome to Apartment 26. Once we get rid of all of our safe disposal stuff. Wow. Transition. <laughs> Masterful. I was emboldened by the amount of space in the closet. And you know how I get mm-hmm. when I'm in the closet. I do know how you get. <laughs> um, and I think I was also just feeling like a little bit stale. Mm-hmm. Because we've been in this apartment for two years now. Mm-hmm. Pretty much exclusively. Mm-hmm. And... There's not been a lot of flow. Well, there's been a flow of like a number of things in, um, in order to adapt to our situation, mm-hmm. but not a lot of flow of things out. I would say, mm-hmm. um, we had that <laughs> episode where we had all that stuff we thought we were gonna donate before we went to Arizona, and then mm-hmm. you know that had to resolve itself. Yeah, it was a wild time. Um, I forgot about that. But after that. It was sort of just like, like there was nowhere safe to donate anything. And then we were just like, eh, we'll deal with it later. Yeah, our places weren't really accepting for a little bit too. Right, that's what I meant, I guess. Is that like places weren't taking stuff because they didn't know if it would be like safe to do. Yeah. Um, So yeah, but actually I was emboldened by my Poshmark adventures. Wow. Have I talked about those on the podcast? A little bit, I think. Yeah, I don't know if you have exclusively. That almost feels like it'd be a tone episode. We've uh, really done a lot on Poshmark. You keep doing this, though. You what? keep being like, that could be its own episode. I'm and then a like... content creator. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, but are you going to want to make that episode? Or are you going to be like, I don't know if this can be an episode? <laughs> <laughs> I just happened once. I feel like Poshmark... Tease it out right now. We can talk about it right now. I don't know. Poshmark, you've sold stuff. I bought stuff. You bought stuff. You sold stuff. <laughs> I sold stuff. Wow, you're such an expert content creator. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we got sort of into Poshmark. Well, this is a proposal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was sort of emboldening me because people were taking our stuff on the internet, and that yeah. was great. And giving us dollars. And giving us dollars. Um this episode isn't really about dollars. This is just about getting rid of stuff on the <laughs> internet. Because um, we also, I'll link it in the show notes, we have that old episode about selling our stuff on the internet and how weird it is. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But today we're here to talk about... Giving our stuff away for free on the internet and how much weirder it is. <laughs> <laughs> but successful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I identified a number of things mm-hmm. that could go. I honestly don't even remember what the... Fr- oh, that grow light. Ah, yeah. Remember? I do. We tried to sell it on OfferUp. Yeah. And couldn't. We tried to sell that Mod Sprout go- grow light because it just, like, wasn't bright enough. It wasn't doing enough. Yeah. Um, And we have this really expert grow light setup going on now with just, like, Home Depot bulbs and those uh, lamps that you bought on OfferUp for your home studio. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. It's pretty expert. It's much, much better than the mod mod sprout. That's what the thing was called. Yeah, yeah, like modern sprout. TN. <laughs> I mean, it probably is. 
um, yeah, so anyway, and it's like one of those things that's, it, it doesn't have a very clear path to like being gotten rid of, right? Like mm. one of the things I, like you can't focus on everything in sustainability. So one of the things I try really hard to focus on is like end of life for mm. stuff. Um, that if I buy something, I know like how it's going to leave my possession. <laughs> This nice. mortal coil, if yeah. you will. <laughs> wow. Um, and, you know, like, when you have clothes, it can be, like, Poshmark, or it can be the clothing recycling bag. <laughs> Poshmark. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're making it weird. I feel like it doesn't have to be weird, and you're making it weird. <laughs> I'm just on one. Keep going. The clothing. Have we talked we talk about the clothing recycling? Yeah, we linked them in a past episode's show notes. I'll find it again. Um, if it's like books, we found a, you can take them to um, Housing Works is taking books still. Oh, yeah. Um, housewares can go to Housing Works or to Goodwill. Um, but something like a grow bar, like, what are the chances someone's going to be w- walking through, like, Housing Works or Goodwill and be like, oh, I know what this is and I want it. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you're like Goodwill has those, like, shelves of requirement where they're just a bunch of random shit. Like, you're walking by and you're like, oh, look at this blender from 1995 and next to this teapot, next to this uh, grow light, you know? Well, I think that's the other thing about donating things is that the the more I read about, like, the the business of goodwill and like charity stores like that it's like people just give them everything it's like yeah. if you don't want it you're going to give it to goodwill without sort of a thought as to like is this something they're actually going to be able to sell mm-hmm. you know like is this a thing of quality that like will live on yeah um like this blender's from 1995 just time. <laughs> probably they're from like the early 2000s honestly yeah but you know what i mean the really clunky ones with like the big buttons yeah i feel like there's always one of those like on the on the shelves at goodwill maybe that's where we should have gotten our blender now that we're talking about it but that's okay i don't know that's true our blender is very nice our blender is very nice that's not what this is about though (laughs) um so anyway i was looking for a place to get rid of this thing and um there are a lot of neighborhood free groups on facebook Mm -hmm. that do this sort of thing where like you post your stuff and you're like Anyone come get it for free. I'm just giving it away. Yeah. Except I hate Facebook and I hate being on Facebook and I don't have Facebook or Messenger on my phone. And when you log into Facebook through like your web app on your phone, mm. you can't use Messenger that way. They're like, download the Messenger app. Yeah, they want to get you. I don't want them to get me. <laughs> so I found the like original impetus of all of these free groups which is the buy nothing app Mm -hmm. which is a separate app not owned by facebook um where you put in your zip code and you can just like list shit that you have that you're giving away and other people on the app can Mm -hmm. it's very self-explanatory yeah people list very wild things one of my favorite things when joy just tells me the kind of random shit people are listing i uh do not have the app though i guess i participate in it through Jordan vicariously. Um, this is not your sort of thing. No. Really. No. I love this shit. I like feed on this shit. 
And you really, like, if, if anything, are just annoyed that I exist <laughs> in this way. And, like, are sort of, like, actively trying to have me not get rid of things that you want. Well, um, let's uh, parse that out momentarily. Well, I feel uh, like every time something goes out the door, you're like, oh, wait, let me check. <laughs> that's, I feel like uh, not true, but um, is indicative of... The purging energy of you plus this app. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not denying that it's a lot. I'm doing a lot. Yeah, I feel like I was gonna say something. Now I don't remember. Yeah, man, the defensive. So anyway, carry you were, on. You were gonna clarify your position on the app and not having the app of participating through me, and maybe you were gonna list some some things that you had heard were being given away. Mm. Now I don't remember any of that. I do remember there's uh, you. I feel like there's something you mentioned that was just kind of. Sometimes you just mention shit that's just kind of gross that <laughs> people are either giving away. The open CBD seeing... gummies. Mm, yeah, that's kind of gross. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just things that are like, eh, I don't know if that's uh, sketchy or not. Yeah, I think that um, the the goodwill fallacy also applies to the free app, right? Like some <laughs> yeah. things belong in the garbage. Um, like, would I take open CBD gummies from a friend? Absolutely. From an acquaintance? Probably, depending on the acquaintance. From someone on a free app? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Food um, would not pick up. No. Um, I saw someone the other day listing, like, empty food containers, like the plastic ones. Like, you know when you go to the grocery store and you mm-hmm. see those, like, vats of cheese balls? Mm-hmm. Um, so those. Mm. Um and they were like, oh, these are really good for storing stuff in. And it's like, like right. Like cheese balls. But, like, only if you have purchased them full of food and eaten all the food. Like, now they need to be recycled. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could clean them. That's like, I, not the worst to me. I don't feel as strongly about that, but. I don't think it's gross. I just sort of think it's, like, the value of this thing is not worth, like, me going to Harlem for it. Mm. Like, I'm just going to reuse my own food containers and not, like, pick up someone else's trash in Harlem to bring it back to my house. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But there are people out here with, like, whole pieces of furniture or, like, appliances or things like that. Like, people are offering literally anything yeah honestly. yeah now that we've talked about the weird shit we can talk about the actual benefits of the app which I there have, is good shit i have never picked something up from the app like i'm mostly using it as a way to get rid of things yeah we are also getting rid of good things i will say we are contributing to the goodwill of the app definitely and i like like the grow light mm-hmm. definitely still worked um, paid $120 for it. If someone was in the market for something like that and maybe, like, lived in a place where sun also shines through their windows, uh, yeah, <laughs> that could be a thing that they need and I could s- save them $120 by giving it to them. Yeah, I think that was the the problem with us with that grow light. It was more just that there was no natural light coming as well, which is why we need these little studio lights I got <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just focus down spotlight style and try to save our plant friends. Yeah. So that actually happened really quickly. I posted, I posted a bunch of stuff. I posted that. I posted a bunch of books. Mm-hmm. The books went pretty quickly. Maybe that was all the first batch was books and the grow light. And yeah, all of that went really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was just the first batch. Cause we, for whatever reason, we didn't want to go to housing works. I don't know. It's probably when we were both pretty busy. 
And so you're just like, I'm just going to post these and see what happens. Then immediately people are like, yeah, I've been wanting to read that. Someone got most of all the books, right? One I think the same got... person who took the grow light took a bunch of books. Because yeah. once people are like coming to meet you, they're like, oh, let me see what else you have yeah. just in case. Because um, you have like a little profile. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, let's see, what else have I gotten rid of? Um, got rid of some kitchen stuff mm -hmm. that was still good, but like we shifted over. I don't know if we're going to talk about like the kitchen moves we're making some other time. Oh, now who's planning episodes? <laughs> <laughs> right, but that's like a, that is a, a direct, like, this is what our podcast is about <laughs> thing. Poshmark is a very tangential uh, situation. Uh, yeah, Though, in, in a crossover moment. Wow. There was some stuff that I had had on Poshmark for a while that no one was buying, mm -hmm. and I gave it away on the free app in, like, two days. Yeah. Nice. So, it's difficult, right? Because, like, I did make a good amount of money on Poshmark, and mm -hmm. I definitely had some things of value that I'm glad I sold for money. But it's also sort of, like, I think one of the issues of getting rid of things that you own is they're valuable to you because you remember spending money on them. Mm. Wow. But what you sort of forget, and what I think Poshmark has really taught me... Wow. <laughs> yeah, go off. Go in. Is that, like, we pay a lot of money for things that are of no value. Mm. Um, like, the stuff that did really well for me on Poshmark was, like, big brand name stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not talking about just, like, anything with a brand name, like, not from Target. I'm talking about stuff that was, like high-end luxury brands like cost me hundreds of dollars mm -hmm. that I then sell sold for like 50. Yeah. Um, I have a bunch of clothes from like Ann Taylor, J. Crew, Loft, those sorts of places worth nothing on Poshmark, which is so annoying because I consider those to be like expensive brands mm -hmm. um, for like my lifestyle. But there's just so much of that shit out there. It's so... Um, omnipresent that like people will pay five bucks for your like yeah. banana republic t-shirt you know yeah you dropped like 60 bucks on exactly and so i think <laughs> that's for five like we take three <laughs> um i think that that's why the free app seems like such a good thing to me it's like yeah i did pay money for this and that's something i should contemplate next time i go to buy one mm. but like fundamentally i'm trying to not have this thing go in the trash and I don't need it anymore. Yeah, that's fair. Like, the money is gone. It's not coming back. Right. Even when you sell the shit on Poshmark, you're selling it at, like, such a loss. It's not, like... I don't know how people make money on Poshmark. I know people have, like, businesses through there, but, like, that wasn't my situation. I absolutely did not recoup the money I spent on those things. It's just, like, I bought them so long ago that now the money feels new. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um... But yeah, for me, I feel like if I could, I had a bunch of shoes that didn't sell on Poshmark, and if I could have someone take them from the free store, like, all the better, you know? Fortunately, I had someone take them from you anyway. Oh, yeah, I did yeah. give um, some away to friends, so, like... Yay. Yeah. Who wanted them? Also, don't just, like, give all of your trash to your friends and make them, like, feel like they should take it from you, and then it just becomes trash in their home. Mm. Um, that's something do the decluttering books always say. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I uh, gave away those plants to the teacher. 
Yeah, so then, well, so I was so emboldened by all of this success. (laughs) And this is where he started getting concerned because I started getting that look in my eye of, like, what can I get rid of? Yeah, he was taking apart the closet that same day. Yeah, I was very... Well, because then so much stuff had left the closet that I was like, can the closet be better organized? Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to see what all was in there. And we found, like, empty bags. Yeah, we did. You're so mad about it. I'm not mad. I was not really involved at all, so I... Well, that's why I I feel like it's mostly harmless, because it's not (laughs) like I'm asking you to do it. It's not like you have the Buy Nothing app, and I'm like, list all my shit. Yeah. You know, and like, manage all these weird conversations. (laughs) I'm like... (laughs) I only made you help me a little bit take this stuff out of the uh, closet. Yeah. And I put it all back by myself. You did. Very strong. You're still so mad. <laughs> um, he gave me these plants to a very nice teacher. He's going to use them in his class. Yeah, so I was really emboldened. And I was watering my plants. Um, and I think we talked about quarantine plants and how to fight depression. I was just, like, buying plants for mm-hmm. a while. Which, um, I'm not going to say it worked because that's not how you cure depression. <sighs> I'm not going to say it didn't work. Because in the moment, it was pretty exciting to, like, get plants and plant the plants and all of that. Yeah. I think distractions are real. And I think it was also, like, a development of, or, like, deepening of a hobby, which is, like, a validating thing. Yeah. I definitely took a shift from, like, all cacti and succulents to, like, more tropical plants during this time. Yeah. But that was a very overwhelming thing because I used to be able to water my plants, like, once a month, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't think I, I don't even think I used to water in the winter. No. Um, to having all these tropical plants that actually do need to be watered, like, with some frequency. Mm -hmm. And it was getting sort of overwhelming. And the other thing about them is that they were actually growing (laughs) because, A, my grow light situation is really on point now, and B, tropical plants need less light to grow. And C, it's very humid in this apartment, as we've talked about. (laughs) That is true. It's, like, constantly damp and humid for no reason, so... (laughs) Probably not helped by the number of plants we have. No, probably not. Though, I don't know. Not not helps, right? Maybe. I don't know. No, I think plants create more humidity. Mm. Anywho. Yeah. They're growing. Um, And they were getting so big. So now not only do we have a lot of plants, but we have like a lot of big plants. Yeah. Um, which not only meant that they were taking up more space, but then I was needing to buy new planters because I don't have a lot of big planters. And then I had all of these small planters that I needed to store because they used to have plants in them and now they don't. (laughs) Some of them are pupping, things are wild. (laughs) So I was watering these plants and I was like, I don't even like this. (laughs) This is like a chore that I put in my planner that I've been putting off for like three weeks and the plants are so mad because like they don't care whether I want to water them or not. They (laughs) need to be watered. (laughs) It was a disaster. And I had seen on the Buy Nothing app, you can post stuff that you're trying to give away, but you can also post asks, mm-hmm. um, like ISO, which means in search of. Wow. Because I'm hip on the internet. Wow. <laughs> How humiliated are you that we're like doing this episode at all? <laughs> uh, no, anyway. <laughs> So I had seen um, a teacher from a neighborhood around here asking for some plants for his elementary science classroom. And a couple of people had responded 
Um, mostly with like, this plant is dying, you can have it if you want. Mm. Um, which is fair, like, plants are not cheap. I guess a lot of his plants had died while schools were shut down, ah. um, which happens. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, you know what? Maybe this is like kismet. Maybe it was meant to be that I'm like having these feelings right now and this guy's searching for plants. And I reached out and I was like, look, I have plants for you. Um, a lot of them are cacti. I don't know. I don't know anything about children. So I was like, I don't know if kids can have cacti. I don't know, like, it, if you're using them, like, for presentation in your classroom. I'm not, like, saying all of this in the chat. That would be too much. But, you know, like, I don't know if he was, like, holding the plants up and being like, look, like, look at this. Or if the kids were touching the plants. I was mm -hmm. like, this is what I have. I can send you pics if you want. Um, let me know. And he was like, I'll take them all. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I don't really know if you understand, like, what I'm saying, but sure. <laughs> so these are dangerous plants. <laughs> well, so I, I don't know if I've talked before about my obsession with prickly pears on the podcast. I don't know if you have either. But in, in the wild <laughs> of suburban Arizona, <laughs> um, prickly pears are really beautiful plants. Mm -hmm. They're like massive and they have all these paddles and then they bloom in these like really beautiful papery flowers that have all of these really delicate colors. Like mm -hmm. my favorite are the peach ones. Mm. And so I have this like yearning in my soul to grow them. Um, but the problem with prickly pears is that not only do they have these like massive, long, dangerous looking spines, <laughs> but they also have these invisible spines that detach using like friction. Mm. And so if you put your hand near the spines, your hand will just get full of them and you'll never see them coming. And they're so hard to get out because they're so hard to see. So I had... I had one plant that was definitely like this. It was just a full-on prickly pear, and it got me every time, and it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> so we gave it to children. Yeah, and then I had one that was supposed to be spineless, mm -hmm. which it was. But interestingly, I mean, it's like a, a hybrid, right? Mm -hmm. Like, nothing naturally occurs like that. And interestingly, what I've seen is that when you buy a hybrid plant, often the new growth will not be hybridized. Huh. So, like, the original plant that I bought was spineless, but the new paddles that were growing had spines on them. Wow. And I was just like, I can't deal with this. <laughs> like, I can't do it. Um, so those went. I got rid of a giant pothos that mm. was just, like... Massive. Yeah. It was so heavy, too. Like, I wasn't going to be able to up-pot it into anything else because it was, like, a tree at that point. Yeah, we need, like, a straight-up bougie ass patio new york garden floor. yeah um and i was hoping that he, like that's the sort of plant that you can propagate really easily so i was like if this guy has like 40 kids in his classroom all of them can go home with a plant <laughs> from this one plant it's a cute idea yeah um and then a couple of other succulents i find that like sometimes 
you get a bunch of like tiny succulents for an arrangement and like individually they're just not that like cool mm. they go nicely together but i and you know then some of them die and so then you have all these pieces and it's just like so i got rid of some of that shit and i was literally just like i had 30 plants i think i gave him 10 yeah i was just like going through being like fuck this guy <laughs> fuck this guy like, <laughs> uh. um yeah yeah he's very stoked I was I was glad he was stoked because literally I was I He also came in a car, which is good. Yeah, thank God he was in a car because he would not have been able to carry that all by himself on the subway. I made you come down with me to mm-hmm. give them to him. Um and I was literally like standing in front of this man. I was like, Don't touch that and don't <laughs> touch that and I don't know what to do with children and he's like, I don't know, it'll be fine. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he was really happy and then once he left he like messaged me through the app to thank me again so i hope that that those children are happy yeah not full of prickly pear spines yeah um and i feel much more relaxed now i would say i think they're like a good number of plants and they're the plants that i like want to take care of and every plant is in a good place for the care of the plant. I think the other thing that was happening for me at least was like, I was shoving shit wherever it would fit. Cause we only have so many windowsills yeah. and not all of that is optimal for like the sort of light that each plant wants. I was just like, Oh, you'll fit here. Yeah. Yeah. That makes um, sense. so now I can sort of space things out and things are getting the amount of light that they need and the amount of space that they need. Mm. Um, so I think it's an overall better situation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else you've gotten rid of on there. Well, I got a lot of stuff out of the closet. I gave away a few planters. Uh-huh. Um, I gave away some... We had that massive fungus infestation from the um, rubber tree that I bought from that bougie plant store in Brooklyn. Oh, yes. And <laughs> I, so I bought some organic fungicide. Oh, yeah. And it worked really well. But I had used so much of it because this is a really big plant and then all the other plants got fungus too mm-hmm. that I was like, oh, I was out at a plant store with a friend and we were browsing and I was like, you know what? It's here. The first time I had purchased it, there was like a COVID run on fungicide. I got like the last one in the store wow. after going to multiple stores for it. So I was like, this is here. I'm here. I'm just going to buy an extra one. Yeah. And then immediately, like, the fungus infestation was over. So I've got, like, a bottle and a half. So I got rid of one of those. Mm. Um, yeah, it's literally anything. <laughs> Honestly, like, anything you have can go on this app, which is really nice because it's, like, again, it's hard to sort of find the right place to get rid of something where it's going to be actually used. And yeah. it's nice to feel like, oh, someone... Can't really offer up on decide. Like, you try. Right. I guess people, like, Craigslist used to be shit like that, right? Like, this is kind of just, like, an aggregated, or, like, an app version, rather, of uh, Craigslist, right? Craigslist had the whole free section, but that shit would get weird also. And this is a little, uh, I don't know, more moderated, though, my sense of it. There aren't mods, by any means, but people seem to come in with some sense of goodwill from my secondhand perspective. Yeah, I've, um, there aren't mods. I don't think... I don't even know if you can... You must be able to report people somehow. I've never tried. Um, I feel like Craigslist has really fallen from grace in a lot of ways. Like, it seems very shady now. Yeah. And sort of like we were talking about in our prior episode, getting people to buy shit on the internet of this city is, like, impossible for Mm -hmm. reasons unknown. Um, 
So yeah, this is just like, it's very clear what the app is for. People are all there for that. Um, it's been working out really well. Yeah. So far, it's good. A few things left. A few new things, too. Yeah, um, most of it is closet stuff, I think. And we'll see. I might have to diversify a little bit and try to find other homes for it. Mm. Uh, there's definitely stuff that goes over better, you know. Yeah. And not everything is for the free app, but. <laughs> yeah. I think it's probably it. I don't know. Are you going to say how you feel about it? Or are you going to keep uh, stuffing your feelings inside? <laughs> How I feel about the free app. Mm-hmm. Oh. Or like my forays into the free app. I, I really don't feel that strongly. I think uh, in your hype around it, you might be a bit self-conscious about it. <laughs> it strikes me sometimes as silly, but um, fundamentally isn't isn't that weird or that silly. I don't really think much of it. It's kind of funny to like wake up some days and be like, all right, well, Someone's coming at 5.30 for the uh, fungicide. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, it's been a bit of a, a funny little adventure. But yeah, I mean, when we were trying to sell stuff on the internet and I was doing the offer up in Facebook Marketplace, I mean, that was its own hassle too. This just seems similar. Like people, except instead of like people don't have to bargain with you around price, people just go back and forth about time sometimes to meet up and that's with any of this shit um yeah i don't really feel feel any way about it honestly <laughs> i mean <laughs> i think if it is uh bringing you joy that's cool i don't mind you getting rid of your stuff <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we're about to reach a point where like everything in the apartment is yours because i've gotten <laughs> rid of like all of my things <laughs> that might be true <laughs> And I mean, yeah, it is funny in some ways that's happening, like getting rid of the grow light and then using my lamps. Like I'm not using the lamps anymore. I could use the bulbs that we have if I wanted to home green screen. Um, but yeah, I mean, actually, in some ways, like teasing aside, that is it's been kind of nice that like um, a lot of things were coming in during COVID for both like hobbies, like plants and for me having to basically pivot to totally online teaching and online presentations and in some ways through this we've managed to find ways to like get rid of uh, get rid of things purposely now that life is shifting back into more like in-person learning in-person work for better or worse gotta go where the money is um, and so things like the lamp I mean we've been experimenting a bit with the mic we're back to using our old mic but these things that are that were brought in are either we're able to find like a purposeful um, home for them or ho- I mean hopefully purposeful who knows what people are doing with it but like you know and then find function in our own home in that like shoppier apartment style for uh, for some of the stuff now which is a a nice part of this process I think yeah I feel like we're gaining control back. <laughs> Because for a while we were just like, like everything to fulfill our needs had to be here. Yeah. Right? And we had to like fill all of these gaps. And now we, A, better understand what we need because we've been doing this for a while. And B, like can sort of go some places. Yeah. So it's nice to sort of just like air it out. Yeah. Yeah. It became, that's, you know, home became work, became 
like physical therapy studio became <laughs> like all the things all the functions of our life that we need had to all squish down into one and now that's changing there's a bit more breathing room you know we're able to yeah find a purpose to some of the stuff that we had to bring in and to circle back boom watch this connectivity <laughs> to that point like we already spent money on it right and the idea the idea of spending the energy to try to like get back a quarter profit on all the shit that i bought is just like i don't know like i just don't have the time for that or like the interest or or the energy straight up you know i think if these two years have taught me anything it's that like i don't want to waste energy on that kind of bullshit yeah um so it's nice just to be like all right well let's not put it in the trash but like I also, I'm not going to argue with someone on Facebook Marketplace about this shit I'm trying to sell for $5. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. Um, and so I will say the app uh, has been nice for that, for sure. Thanks for listening to this episode of Apartment 26. For more info on the stuff we talk about on this episode, check out the show notes linked below. And follow us on Instagram at apt26podcast. See you next time.